I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players, and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. How do you lose that one? <laughs> what did they lead for? They led for they scored. Uh, Ghost got the goal a minute forty five in, and less than yeah less than seven minutes left. Mike Hoffman tied it, so they led for pretty much the entire game and somehow figured out a way to get zero points out of it. Didn't even force overtime. Huberdeau scores with, what, a minute six left? A minute, yeah, 18.54. Wow, that's uh, that's a disaster. I I know after last game I came in and said I'm not disappointed in a, you know, when you lose to Tampa Bay and you come back the way they did and you score five goals if you happen to lose in overtime to the best team in hockey, so be it. Um. That was not what happened tonight. They just fucked up. I, I, I really. It looked like they were really playing for Carter Hart. Uh, they made they made a point on the broadcast multiple times to, uh, you know, show the sacrifice everyone was making, blocking shots, just good team defense. And then those last two goals were the opposite of good team defense. Just they get stretched out and guys wide open. Uh, just. I don't uh, just no one gets back on that on that uh, stretch pass on the on the winning goal. I I, I can't even Jesus. I, you had to lead the whole game and you just threw it away. I'm very disappointed in this one. Um, man, they really need some offense. Travis Konechny, no shots on goal. Sean Couturier, no shots on goal. Uh, Voracek one. Like that's the, the, that. This just isn't enough. Simmons two. Uh, where, where's Giroux two? Uh, James Van Riemsdyk leads the offense. Oh no, here's Simmons had five. Um, Provorov had four. Gostas Bear had so yeah one two three four defensemen had more shots than all but two forwards. That just can't be. Uh, you're not do. You're not doing what you need to do to get to the gritty areas. Uh, you're not trying to get greasy, not trying to get those tough goals. Uh, there's just there's no excuse for getting outshot uh, for for your defense to outshoot your offense like that. It's settling for the perimeter shots, and um, it's you're not going to win that way. It's just not a way to go about winning a hockey game. Um, no one's going to. It's hard to complain about the offense the night after the game after they score five against one of the best goalies in hockey and Vasilevsky, but. Freaking Reimer, really? You you get one in the first two minutes against Reimer, and then go fifty eight minutes plus without a goal. I not good enough. I, the offense needs to show up. That's the best players on this team are forwards, and they're not showing up. That's that's all there is to on this one. Uh, I'm a little frustrated just because this was a good opportunity for uh, for Carter Hart to get a win, maybe even get a shutout. But at least get him into overtime. Let him see some three on three, whatever. But scoring one goal—that's just embarrassing. This, they give up more goals than anybody. I think they said, um, 
I think they said on the broadcast they give up the fourth most goals per game in hockey. Florida, um, not good enough. You get one, and it's Gostas Bear. What did I say? A minute, a minute forty-five into the proceedings, just not good enough. And that's, I guess that's that's my takeaway from this game. Just the offense didn't show up. Uh, yeah, let's see here. Uh, I mean, thirty-five shots on net. Florida had 36, so it's pretty even. But you look at the numbers, 71% in the face-offs. I know I say all the time face-offs are an overrated stat. Now, when you win 7 out of 10, that means you're supposed to have the puck way more. I don't care about – you win 7 out of every 10 face-offs. You should outshoot a team by 25. That's that's embarrassing, uh, that number that they put up there. I uh, Like I said last show uh, – I can only get so upset about certain games because this year kind of is what it is. I just, I'm chalking it up as a lost year. If they, you know, make a little run at the end and get into the playoffs or whatever, that's fine. Uh, I always say I'd rather watch 86 games than 82. Um, But this one just frustrates me. Uh, You know, as much as I don't care about the, uh, making the playoffs or whatever this season, if you want to just take a top 10 pick, and hope for the best and go out in this offseason and improve the team with the assets you have, that's awesome. But when you have one in your grasp like this, you're supposed to win. And when you have, you know, your rookie goalie pitching a shutout for, what, 53 minutes of shutout hockey or whatever it was, you should should get that guy a win. You should go out and get your 20-year-old franchise savior a win. Uh, so that's it. That's all I got for tonight. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys. Let's get to your stuff. Let's see what you have to say. Uh, they have a bunch of passers, not shooters. They do absolutely need someone who can shoot the puck. Uh, if you haven't heard, there appears to be some drama going on down in Dallas. So maybe go get one of those guys. Chucky two trades wouldn't even take two trades. You're looking at the same team, Ben or Sagan. I'll take either one. Take your pick. Uh, I prefer Sagan. Um, you know, goal, goal scorer, a little younger. Uh, but I can't say I don't love Jamie Ben. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that guy. I'm, I'm entertained by him. Um, so yeah, that could, that could solve it. That's all I'm saying, Chucky. That's all I'm saying, Chucky, two trades. Bill, legit question. Can we do anything with AMAC? I didn't read the last of that. It went away, but no, I mean, who's going to take him? You can wave him and send him to the minors. It's what I would do. He serves no purpose. You have two defensemen in the AHL who would replace him in a second in uh, in Myers and Friedman. Uh, there's no way they'd be worse. That's I'm, There's no way they'd be worse. Um, you know, but again, as much as I, 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 I can complain about Andrew McDonald all day because he's a guy worth, you know, there's a lot to complain about there. He's not very good at his job, but. On a night they score one goal against James freaking Reimer, uh, I'm not going to complain about Andrew McDonald. I'm going to complain about the forwards not getting the pucks where they need to get them. Uh, watching co- watching Carter Hart keep his composure while the defense frantically collapses around him is comical. You know, those last couple uh, those last couple sequences, even before Florida scored and before they took the lead, uh, Hart was the most composed guy out there, which is encouraging in that the goalie has to keep his composure. That's a major part of the job. Um, But everyone on the ice has more experience than him and should be calmer, and they're not. Or at least they don't look it. They're not skating like it. Um, Yeah, that's that's a good point there. 
Need a D and need a 2C. At least G is looking good. Uh, yeah, goalie and Claude Giroux, both good. Uh, yeah. No, they, they definitely need a center. Um, I really, really, really want Giroux and Couturier back together because, listen, I love Wayne Simmons. I say it on every single one of these shows. But if Sean Couturier is going to be yeah, – let's. how was the ice time distributed tonight? Uh, where are you? Couturier, you played 23-13. And Claude Giroux played 1949. Yeah, Wayne Simmons played you know, 17 minutes. Um, I, I love Wayne Simmons, but I don't want him out against top lines. And if Sean Couturier isn't out against top lines, you're not getting all you can get out of Sean Couturier. You know, like that's one of his – you play Couturier against other 1Cs. That's one of his values. Um and it's just, I, I want Giroux back with him. I want that line back together. Uh, Giroux, Couturier, Konechny. But I acknowledge why they did it. I know why Giroux had to be moved back to center. Because they only have one effective center when he's playing wing. Um, you know, I thought I liked what I saw out of Jordan Wheel tonight. Uh, Jordan Wheel might not be an 82-game-a-season guy. But, man, can he give you a spark, like, for half the year? If he plays 50 games and is really effective in 40 of them, I, 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 I am very much for role players who are offensive sparks. And I know, you know, he, he had the assist tonight. Let me talk about that assist tonight because not only did Jordan Wheel, you know, get the point on the play, uh, the primary assist on Shane Gostas Bears goal, but he did something very important, and that was continue driving after he dished the puck and took his defenseman with him. He's blocking the defenseman. He's sending. He's putting pushing the defenseman towards the net, and Shane Gossesbear is using that as traffic, nets the shot because of what Jordan Wheel did with his defenseman. And it's little things like that that uh, that's what results in. That's how you, you know, especially a, uh, you know, Jordan Wheel's the third center. That's how you get goals out of your third line, by doing the little things like that. And uh, I, I think he, you know, deserves to be in the lineup every night. Is he going to be very good every night? I don't think he is. I think there are going to be nights, like somebody tweeted earlier, um, you know, did Jake Voracek play tonight? There will be plenty of nights where Jordan Wheel is uh, where he's invisible. But if he's in your bottom six and he positively affects half the games he plays in, that's a good player to have. And I, I just want to see him get more opportunity. Um, it's a shame it had to come when Nolan Patrick was out. I wish they could play him at wing. I wish they weren't against playing him on the fourth line, but even with the new, new coach that, uh, that appears to be how, how they view Jordan wheel. Panarin, Sagan, Tarasenko, et cetera. No reason we don't pursue these guys. Yeah, Columbus isn't going to move uh, Panarin. Um, that'll be a free agent thing. But Sagan, um, yeah, go trade for him. Tarasenko, yeah, go trade for him. Absolutely go get these guys. When I say I want the Giroux-Couturier-Konechny line back together, that's granted they don't go out and get a first-line forward. Um, if they were to, obviously, Konechny. Take a take a seat on the second line there. Uh, let's put one of these goal scorers right up there, get them going. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, Sagan, you can play him at center too, so that would probably be two birds, one stone. Um, yeah, I, I have no problem. Go, it, if it's a move, I don't want to give up major – and I'm not in hoarding assets mode anymore. You don't need to keep every third-round pick ever anymore. You know, you have enough assets. 
Um, but if you're giving up something for just this year, it's kind of stupid because this is who they are this year. If they if they finish the year 500, it looks like that'll be uh, it looks like that'll be kind of lucky. So yeah, I don't want to do anything for just this year. But if it's a guy who's already locked up, like Sagan, you know, uh, Tarasenko, he's got the contract extension, or you go out and sign a Panarin in the off season, that's that's good stuff there. Um, absolutely, go out and make those moves if they're for more than just this year, which is probably a lost year, as much as I came in with high hopes. I really thought this team was going to challenge for a division title. Goaltending let them down early, uh, and they just seem to never have recovered from just not getting what they needed early in the season. Uh, watch. Fletcher Fs us over and sends Hart off somewhere, and he went. That's not going to happen, guys. That's not going to happen. They're not going to trade Carter Hart. That's not happening. Uh, my head is exploding. Uh, third period of shit. That was that was ugly. It was absolutely ugly. Um, the power play has been non-existent all season. Yeah, when I talk about the 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 forwards not showing up, I'm talking about the high end guys. Um, Claude Giroux, Jake Voracek, JVR, Wayne Simmons. You guys need to score when there's more of you on the ice than the other team. You know uh, where did uh, that's what I wanted to look with Hart's numbers. Um, yeah, I mean, he made, he made two saves while the Flyers were on the power play and two saves while they were shorthanded. Like I, they had three shots. They, the Panthers had three shots on three power plays and they had two shots on the Flyers, two power plays. That's just not enough. You're, they're getting as many chances as we are. They're getting as many chances shorthanded as they do with a power play. No, there's more of us than them. Make something happen. It, it can't be this bad. If you have Claude Giroux and you have Shane Gostaspair, I don't care who the other three guys are. Your power play should be good. And as much as I love those two, they're probably my two favorite players on the team at this point. That's not good enough. They need to be better on the power play. Uh, I think the coaches can help. I really think um, it, when you look at the uh, – which goal? One of the Panthers' goals tonight, their power play goal, how uh, Hoffman came off the boards into the slot and there are two guys creating traffic down low. And then the far man, because, you know, the cross-ice pass, while it's a nice play, is a low percentage play. He comes off the boards and drifts into the slot with the two guys down low and has an easy shot for a goal. Uh, that's something I would like to see the Flyers do more of, just motion, guys moving. The power play, its main structure is always going to be uh, the way they do it. And when you have Claude Giroux and you have the point man you have, that's the way it should be. But they need to move. It can't just be flat-footed for two minutes and then hope the right play opens up. I want to see, you know, JVR crash down low. I want to see whoever whoever the two slot guys are, whoever's in front of the net, who's in the slot. I want to see them both down low, and I want to see Voracek drift into the slot to try to take that little uh, try to take that little snapshot one timer that they like to run with the lefties there. Um, why not try that? Just different motion, more passes from behind the net, just things to get the goalie moving. Uh, just not enough of it. Just not enough of it. Uh, let's keep it positive and talk about the stadium series hoodie we saw, Bill. That's the worst part is it wasn't even a hoodie. It's a crew neck with the – it's got a pocket. It's got a front pocket um, and uh, and no hood. I, it was weird looking, but 
when they released the logo, I really thought that there was a chance that they were going to go with that um go with that design that got leaked from the from the Rangers Winter Classic with the the Quakers jerseys that people went out and bought and then they were counterfeits and never actually got released. Like that wasn't a design, it was a fake leak, but people bought them anyway. I really thought that they were going to go with something like that with that orange logo and just really go like hard on it the way uh, they went hard on the black for the one in Pittsburgh. If that's what that freaking jersey looks like, if it's like the hoodie that's up on the on the Flyers website, they're not going to sell two of them. Jesus Christ, that shit's hideous. Wheel Raffle Lawton line was the best line tonight. And you know what? I like all three of those guys. If they're your best line, you're going to lose every single time. There is absolutely no way to win if that's your best line. And again, I really like those guys. But you need at least two lines better than those. And, you know, probably, hopefully three. Um, yeah. But, no, they played well. I, I, I like the jump they had. They getting it on the four check. I think there's a nice combination of size, speed, and skill there. Uh, I, I like that combination. But the, the lines ahead of them have to be much, much better. No reason to freaking lose two to one to Florida. Hart was great, though. That's a bright spot. Absolutely. No, that's, like I said last game, I can only get so frustrated about anything that happens this season because you guys are watching the games like I am. This team isn't that good, and so they're going to lose. Shit happens. You lose. Um, when you have an opportunity to put away a shutout, get Carter Hart a win when he plays real well, like, dude made, what, 34 saves tonight? And it should have been, that should have been more than enough. You know, that should have been plenty to win this game, and you just couldn't get it done for him. You couldn't get a goal in those late power plays. Uh, you have some defensive breakdowns that result in basically tap-in goals because it's three-on-one down low. Guys don't get back on a stretch pass. Like, I focus. Got to focus out there. JVR needs a center and play an up-tempo offense. That's how he was successful in Toronto. Yeah, and that's that's another reason why Giroux, you know, had to move to center um, because you have too many wingers. And this isn't a knock on those guys. Goal scorers are goal scorers. You got to put the puck in the net to win. You can't win nothing, nothing, you know. As good as you might be two ways, you need guys who just put the puck in the freaking net. That's what JVR does. But someone's got to get him in position to do it. And if you only have one line and one effective center, and it's Couturier, Giroux, and Konechny, well, there's no room for JVR. So kind of a wasted free agent signing if you don't put him in a situation where he's going to be successful. Another reason why I understand why they did it, uh, they just need to go get another center. Only two points up on last place in the league. Hey, man. Lose for Hughes, but honestly, I don't care how much better he is. I want Capo Caco over, 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 over Hughes, uh, Jack Hughes, uh, just because Jesus, man, how much fun can we have with that name? How much fun can we have with it? Can we just get a sniper? It's what we've been missing for years. Someone who could shoot and score regularly would be really nice. Like, how often do the Flyers just score on a shot? You know, just a shot very you know just one guy who could do it with some regularity but of course as we know when it's a guy like 
you know, we had one named Jeff Carter, and all he does is shoot. He misses the net. So you got to realize when we do get a sniper, like they're picking a spot about yay big. They're trying to put a puck through. So, like when he does miss the net, we can't go wild about it all the time. When he goes into a slump, oh my god, he hasn't scored in four or five games. That's what happens with goal scorers. They're streaky. All of them are streaky. That's why no one scores eighty-two goals. You know, like. So when they do finally get that sniper, let's remember that. But, yes, they could absolutely use one. The pipeline is getting clogged. Time to evaluate and make a move. I very much agree. Um, I don't want to rush something. I don't want to do something stupid. But at the same time, you know, clearly this core, and I like the core players. And I'm not blaming just them. But clearly there is something off about the makeup of this team's core players. And while they are good, maybe moving one and getting someone in who might fit the other guys who are left a little better, you know, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. How about Farabee last night? That'll be fun. I guess he'll be here in three years. Who knows, man? Who knows uh, how, how quickly these guys can get here? It's just... Uh, it's a whole new regime. That's another thing you got to remember. Like Carter Hart was never going to play in December if if Ron Hextall had his way. Um, it's a whole new regime. So who knows what's going to happen, uh, how they're going to treat young guys, how they're going to view development, how they're going to view development curves. Uh, this is all stuff we're going to learn as time goes along. I would love to see Farabee here next year. Is he going to be ready? Is he good enough? I don't know. Um, I think we're going to find out – as the year and as we get into the summer and the off season, more about how uh, Fletcher and, you know, obviously Holmgren um, view the development stages of the, the prospects that are already in the system. Uh, I could understand if we were on a win streak, then hit a bump tonight, but that wasn't the case. Yeah. They just, just couldn't score. Just couldn't, couldn't get one in there. Provorov is lowering his cap hit. You know, I've, I've, I've joked about that a couple times. Like, in terms of roster construction, if this team's going to suck anyway this year, a down year for Provorov is not the worst thing in the world, you know, if he's going to sign that, that eight-year extension this summer. Down year for him is not the worst thing in the world. The more things change, I feel you, Daniel. I feel you. Redirect Frost to Philly after the... After the World Juniors. Yeah, why not? Uh, where are we here? Simmons had a great view watching that second goal being scored. He was coasting back. I mean, he was really far out of it. Um, you know, that, that shot where they score, um, like, it's already – there's no way he can get back. But uh, I would I want to see if a, a longer view of it from how far back. Because, yes, I saw the exact same thing you did. Uh, absolutely. But, um, yeah, it was, he was, you know, he was definitely coasting, but I would like to see for how long before I was, I actually get mad about it because from where he was to, you know, he wasn't getting back at that point. Now, why was he that far back? That's another question. Important question. Who's buying that stadium series garbage? Yeah. I mean, if that was the, if, the hoodie, if the hoodie design is the logo, is the um, jersey design, and I like the logo. I really like that orange-looking thing. Um, but I, 
yeah, that jersey, if, if it's the same as the sweatshirt, it's freaking disgusting looking. Bill, when should Fletch start selling? <sighs> selling isn't the word, in my opinion. Um, there are some savvy moves that need to be made, but they need to like it's not just selling for futures. That's the that's my issue. I don't I don't want futures. We have enough of that shit already. We have uh, two rosters full of guys who are never even going to play here because there aren't enough roster spots. You know, we have more prospects. We have all of our picks for the next three years. We have everything we're ever going to need in terms of futures. But if there's moves to be made, a rental, you know, a Simmons for a guy with some term, there's some savvy stuff they can do, um, a lot like Holmgren uh, did at the end of, uh, what was it, 06, 07? Yeah, 07 when we drafted JVR. So, yeah, the the season they won 22 games. Um, moves that set you up for now and later. Like, obviously, a move for this year, that's a waste of money. It's a waste of assets. But if you're going to set them, if you're going to set yourself up for the future, and by the future, I mean the next two to three years as well, that's fine. I'm absolutely for that. Neuvert, Elliott, Lyon, and that's a 5-1 loss. Very well could be. I mean, Neuvert was decent enough his last time out. Or that was the Tampa game. The game. I mean, he was fine against Tampa. Tampa's going to do what they do. But the time before that, he was fine. But, yeah, no, I mean, we. Ha I have no faith in – Um, I have no faith in any of those goalies, and that's why I have no problem with Hart up here because, again, I have to watch the games. This is my goddamn job, and Carter Hart just makes it more interesting. You know, if I'm forced to watch this freaking team at this point, I might as well get to see, hopefully, what is the franchise savior in Carter Hart. There's no reason Florida should have two teams to begin with. I very much agree, Laura. Uh, they should just have one. I hate any team who is um, named after the state instead of a city. I think that's really – like, come on, like, the whole state? And your state has another team? Like, yeah, if you were the the North Dakota ain't nobody live here's, um, sure, fine, you know, be North Dakota. But Florida, you, you there, there's a team called Tampa Bay, you know, and then just a team that also represents the entire state. It's I, It annoys the shit out of me, that's what I'm saying. Bill, are there any actual flyers? I don't know. I do not want to install updates right now. Remind me tomorrow. Uh, Bill, are there any actual flyers trade rumors out there? Um, Simmons and Voracek, yes, about. I, Fletcher's on the phone with everybody. They've said he's called every team. He's, he's trying to figure out what the market is. Um, he When he went on the trip, when they went out, to, when they went out west to Canada and everything, a couple weeks ago, he was allegedly – reopening you know contract talks with Wayne Simmons my guess is he also said hey um let me get that no trade list of yours if he doesn't have it already or you know maybe gauging his interest in certain situations uh I, I bet there was more there than just what do you want to resign I bet there were several different conversations about Simmons future there um and that's just me that's just conjecture. That's what I assume happened. It, I, it's what I hope freaking happened. If he didn't, he's not doing his job. Um, 
they're going to start making moves soon. There's going to be something. It's uh, they're going to they're not going to do nothing. Uh, Ron Hextall got fired for doing nothing. If Chuck Fletcher wants to remain in his position, he will do the opposite of Ron, Ron Hextall. So uh, they're going to do something. I'm just really hoping it's something exciting at least. You know, I, if they trade Raffle for another team's Jordan Wheel, that's not going to get anything. That's not going to get me excited. I, I'm really hoping for something interesting. Uh, why can't Holmgren just go away? Holmgren will never go away. Paul Holmgren will outlive us all. Man, Hart was so calm tonight. Dude makes it look easy being in the right spot all the time. Uh, what do you think so far? What I think so far is, yeah, that's um, mechanically, um, positionally, um, intangible. What am I – like his – his focus and uh, he looks more mature than a 20-year-old rookie with, you know, what's he got, four or five games of experience at this point. Uh, and that's why I thought it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to bring him up before maybe he's ready because he has the mental aspect. If you ever read anything about him, if you've ever really heard him talk, um, he's a very mature, very grounded guy. Uh, you know, he's had that sports psychologist for – since he was in like middle school or whatever. Um, he's been ready for the spotlight. And I didn't think even if he got off to a rocky start, which he very much hasn't, he's exceeded my, in terms of his production, he has exceeded my expectations. I was of the mindset that, yeah, he's probably going to get lit up a few times. I just don't think that's going to kill him because of how, how much I've heard about how mentally strong he is and how prepared he is and calm and poised. That's his poise is the thing that has stood out the most. Um, and right now the saves are secondary to me and it's awesome. He's making saves because it's even easier to see, Oh yeah, he's going to be good. It's like confirmation that down the line, he's going to be good because I didn't think he'd be this good right now. Um, and it's fun to watch him. I just wish they'd, they'd have done a little more for him tonight. I, you know, 35 shots, one goal against James freaking Reimer. Uh, Jake had a better chance to get back on that play and glided uh, on the – yeah, on the when we were talking about Simmons. Uh, Jake doesn't always back check all that hard. I love Jake. Uh, I'm a Jake Voracek fan, but, man, I just uh, – what frustrates me about Voracek is – I just think he could be so much better. He's a damn good player. Don't get me wrong. Like I always say, if you want to get Jake, if you want to get rid of Jake Forecheck, that's fine. There are some right wingers in this league who are better than him. But the list isn't long, you know? It's not a long list of, of, of wingers in this league who are better than Jake Voracek. Uh, and you have to know that going in if you're one of the people who is trade Jake. And I'm not against it. I'm just saying it's a short list of guys who are better than him. Um that said, I just think like he could be – I don't want to say as good as Claude Giroux, but I think he could be much closer, and there's just a level he hasn't – he can't consistently hit. You know, there's just another – there's another gear there that mm, – I wish I could squeeze it out of him. Uh, I almost thought about going to Carolina on Monday, but no thanks. I mean, do you really want to spend New Year's in freaking Carol like Raleigh? 
right. I'm good on that. New episodes of Letter Kenny on Hulu. So there's that. Oh, Teddy, don't. Uh, I saw it last night. I, I was, or yesterday afternoon, I was just uh, cruising through Hulu. And I've only seen the first two seasons. And all of a sudden, there's six full seasons up there. I was like, ooh, what a day. Yeah, Letter Kenny. Absolutely, uh, absolutely awesome. Uh, can't wait for Morozik to shut us out on Monday. Gonna suck, but oh well. What's there to lose at this point? That's I, I games like uh, I'm I'm struggling with days of the week. So I, Tampa was Thursday. <laughs> this holiday being on a Monday, it's I'm so screwed up with days of the week. But uh, yeah, like games like Monday or games like the Tampa game, whatever freaking day of the week that was. Uh, those don't bother me at all because it was entertaining. You know, Nolan Patrick first fight, Flyers a race of big deficit, score five goals, awesome. You know, cool. But be entertaining. Like, don't do not do this shit. You know, if you're going to lose, get blown out. Morgan Frost just scored. So that's another one. That's good. Uh, nice goal for Canada. I'll probably turn that on when I'm done in here. Scroll down, see what else people are saying here. Uh, do we have to retain the Coke Lord Lateris contract since he's being prosecuted in Finland? Um I mean, we don't really need the we don't need the cap space. It's, they have plenty of cap space. Let's look at it. Let's look at what they're going to have on deadline day. It was something like thirty five or something like that. Like they just they have zero need for cap space. Um, where the hell's the thing? Where are you, cap friendly? Here we go. Uh, yeah, deadline cap space. Like right now, it looks like they can absorb about fourteen point four in a, in a cap hit if they were to trade for somebody. It'd be about fourteen point four, and on deadline day, they're going to have, as of now, almost thirty five point eight million. Uh, they could they could absorb um, because of the way it accrues daily in the NHL. Your cap space isn't just a flat number; it's prorated, and it accrues every day you're under the cap. You get credit for that. Uh, so on deadline day, they're going to have like close to 36 million. Uh, yeah, that's, they could absorb 36 million in total cap hits. So like Claude Giroux is eight point something. They could take in, you know, that, that number of cap hits to get to close to 36. Um, I'm still excited to go to the stadium series. Don't know why it's in late February though. That's just when they do it. That's, you know. It's just when they do it. Uh, I'm I'm always excited for outdoor games. Outdoor games are fun. It's just a different, it's just a different day. You know, they play for the Flyers play 41 home games every single year in the NHL. There are what, 31 times 41. There's 1,271 hockey games regular season every single year. Um, yes, the outdoor thing isn't as special as it used to be. But when you're playing 1,300 games a year that are all exactly the same, if three of them are – and I think there's only two outdoor games this year, right? Just the Winter Classic and Flyers-Pens. Like, if two of them are special, just a little different, I don't think that's overkill because, oh, no, playing a game in a stadium is overkill, you could say that. Like, you know, it's fun. It's fun to go to the outdoor games. I throw on the old orange tuxedo, tailgate with the boys like it's, a, like it's some other sport. You know, it's just a good time. 
I don't know how I don't know how the game would have turned out, but if Connecting had gotten the puck deep, JVR doesn't take that penalty. Yeah, but I, I, I sure, but I don't want guys dumping it on the power play. Like that's that's you know I, yeah, but I, I'd rather him try to make a play. Sometimes bad shit happens. Don't take a penalty. Don't defend with your stick. I. I want Travis Konechny to go out and make high-skilled plays. I don't want him dumping pucks. Dumping pucks is for guys like Chris Vandevelde. If you think you can make a move, go make it because that's who you are. You're a high-skilled player. You're going to turn it over. It's up to everyone else not to take a penalty. I, I, I get it, but I, I don't want Travis Konechny dumping pucks. This kid makes me very confident watching games. I'm assuming you're talking about Hart. Uh, have never felt like this about a Flyers goalie ever. Maybe Hextall in the late 80s. Bright future for this young man. Defense let me down. Not his fault. Clean up D. Team will be elite. Uh, like, they have defensive deficiencies, absolutely. You play a 60-minute game, you're going to give up two goals. You're going to make two mistakes. You can't score one. You can't score just one. That's never going to be enough. You know, if you win a game one nothing, it's luck. It is pure freaking luck. I don't care if you have Patrick Wan as prime in the net. To go through 60 minutes and only score one and win, that's luck. Any word on Elliot? Um, she's a great doctor in scrubs, uh, you know. Uh, she took that private practice gig and still stayed true to herself. Uh, got to wear the dresses under her white coat. Uh, always looked good in those. So that's that's the word on on. Oh, you're not talking about Elliot Reed. You're talking about Brian Elliott. Um, yeah, I don't care. I don't. I don't have. I don't care because he's going to get hurt again. Uh, Charlie said on the show on Wednesday, it's kind of a wait and see thing. He might still need surgery again. Brian Elliott might need more surgery. They're kind of like feeling it out, seeing what's going on. I'm not hopeful. I don't think he's. Uh, if he plays a handful of games more this season, I'll be surprised. <laughs> Amex screwed my tool shed, then got my house pregnant with quadruplets. Well, that's quite the conundrum there. Off topic, did anyone watch the interactive Black Mirror movie? I heard about it. Uh, I've only seen like one episode of Black Mirror. It's good. Um... I just haven't watched it, so there's a very slim chance I get to that movie anytime soon. Hey, Matt, kicked my dog. You kicked my dog. <laughs> Any chance we can bring Nick Foles in after tomorrow? Why not? Oh, Jesus, I'm not saying that. Uh, <laughs> Flyers will get Jake Gardner this week, and then... Quick look for, uh, and then quick, and then look for a strong forward. I don't see uh, the quick thing. He's got a long contract. I don't see that happening. I really don't. Uh, well, we have a new person to blame for our problems now. Yeah. Uh, why can't the Flyers play hockey like Alabama plays college football? And who cares about college football? It's fake. It's all scripted. Pro wrestling's more real than college football. Uh, wait, is AMAC the cereal chicken ever? <laughs> That's a good throwback there, Sam. Uh, any word on the Flyers Stadium Series unis? Uh, just 
there's a there's a sweatshirt up on um there's a crew neck sweatshirt up on the flyer shop online and it's hideous if that's the jersey design jesus christ start over going oh for four in outdoor games i love it i've spent like 1500 bucks on outdoor game tickets in my lifetime and i've never seen a win so, well, no, that's not true. I uh, I saw a win at the alumni game. I got to see Bobby Clark and Billy Barber and Bernie Perrant. Got to see Lindros uh, set up a LeClaire goal. So can't say I've never seen a win. They did beat the Rangers that day. I also heard AMAC was part of the reason why everyone in the Marvel Universe got dusted. Damn it, I haven't seen Infinity War yet. I was going to watch that tonight. Ugh. Oh geez, Tom, I don't know about that one. So we're just we're just going hard. We're just going hard at uh at AMAC tonight. This season is done like dinner. What are you doing the the Mike Myers as 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 uh, Don Cherry? Done like dinner. We need to trade for Grabner so they can teach Konechny how to score in the goddamn breakaway and use his speed correctly. I mean, Konechny does a decent job. I don't think, I don't think he could really teach Konechny all that much. Um, and I love Michael Grabner. Don't I, I'm a big fan. Um, but nah, what's he gonna teach Travis Konechny? At this point, even losing Simmons for nothing will be fine. He's not going to get much of a contract. He's been awful. Yeah, I still think he's going to get paid. Maybe not what I thought he was going to get paid a year ago. But um, it only takes one, man. It just takes one team who's like, we need Wayne Simmons. Um, you just look at the career numbers, all the intent. He's going to get paid for the wrong reasons. Here's, that's the thing. Uh, because he's just such a, such a guy who hockey guys love, you know. Um, and I do think he's... I do still think he's he's recovering from the surgery. It's the same surgery that Giroux and Gostas Bear had, you know? Um, and it's – it's yes, he doesn't depend on his skating nearly as much as those two, and he doesn't need – he doesn't puck handle nearly as much as those two, but you can't have watched those two recover from that surgery and then tell me, oh, yeah, no, it's Wayne Simmons will be – he'll be fine. I just watched – one of the best players I've ever seen wear a Flyers jersey. Looked like absolute friggin' shit for a year and a half uh, because of the injury and then the the subsequent surgery. Um, so I I think teams are going to take that into account. Now again, he might not get that like seven years, six million dollar deal or whatever. He might not get the TJ Oshie deal, uh, but I still think he's going to get paid. Just not maybe what it would have been a year ago. Uh. Ever wonder what is an AMAX crawl space? Man, these comments turned in turned on AMAC fast. Yeah, man, people are Jesus, listen, I don't like Andrew McDonald. I told you. I I I can't I can't watch the guy anymore. He is he is a plague on my eyeballs. But on a night that they score one goal and it's a minute forty five in and that's it, I, I'm not complaining about AMAC. There's plenty plenty of more there's gonna be so many opportunities to talk shit on Andrew McDonald. I'm going to let this one go because what's the point? AMAC helped Thanos. Yeah. I know that reference, even though I haven't seen the movie. Uh, let's scroll down, see what else we got. 
grit, jam, heart, things hockey man pay Simmer $6 million for. Yeah, no, it's, that's what's going to happen. AMAC is a Russian hacker. AMAC is the original uh, meme farm, I'm going to say. He's the, he, he influenced the election. He, uh, he actually owns a minority uh, portion of... Um, <laughs> if I just stopped that sentence, he actually owns a minority. That would be terrible. No, he owns minority portion of Facebook and uh, is actually colluding with the Russians to make dank memes and uh, overthrow our democ- democracy. We missed on Matt Carl, so we signed AMAC. Oh, my God. It's crazy that I... I wish I, I I went back and read a bunch of my stuff from the Matt Carl era when I was um when I was writing for Bleacher Report at the time. My God, who did I? Oh, Christ, I'm never gonna think of the guy's name now. Oh no, Bruno Gervais. That's what it was. I said Bruno Gervais, given Matt Carl's ice time, would easily replace his production. That was one of my all timers. Um, that's that might be funnier than Time Again's gonna be as good as JVR. Uh, that might be that might be better than that. Jesus, why do people listen to me? Amac killed Han Solo. Han Solo is still alive in your heart, though. Amac is the secret Raw GM. That was like the period of time I wasn't watching wrestling. I I don't understand. I I know of it obviously, but that's when I wasn't watching wrestling. <laughs> Carl is amazing compared to Amac. Listen, Matt Carl got a lot of shit, and, you know, sure, he very much benefited from playing with Chris Pronger, who I like to remind people all the time, I don't think anyone realizes how good Chris Pronger was. Everyone realizes. He's a Hall of Famer. He had one healthy year here. We went to the goddamn Stanley Cup final um, with no goaltender, you know. <laughs> that defense made – Michael Layton played well. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to talk shit on Michael Layton. Matt Carl benefited from playing with Pronger, but – to his, to his credit, he held his own. You know, he did a he did a decent job. Uh, I think we seriously underrated Matt Carl while he was here. Um, I'd never say that to his face, but <laughs> yeah, it's an all-out AMAC attack tonight. Yeah, people are mad, so they're just gonna go right for the play the hits. Like I yell at con, like I like I yell at openers at uh, concerts. Just play the hits. It's uh. Hate on Andrew McDonald. Play the hits. Put me at the top of the crease. I'm cheaper and I'll do the same job. Don't sell yourself short there, Laura. (laughs) I did not say that, Brian. I did not say that. Out of 100,000 sperm, why did the one that made AMAC have to be the fastest? And that was the last time in his life anyone called him the fastest. AMAC was on the grassy knoll in Dallas. Jesus, you guys are ruthless tonight. You guys are just freaking nuts. I'm going to scroll down here. Uh, Okay, hey, who needs Carl and Coburn? We have AMAC and Radko. Uh, I like Radko. He's fine. He's, you know, it's not his fault they don't have guys better than him. That's what I always think about a guy like Radko Gudis. I would love Radko Gudis as a third-pair defenseman. AMAC bought Steph's couch. Tom, you're getting uh, some sort of reaction here. I'll like it. There you go. I'm going to pin the comment because it's funny. Uh, B-team is actually a Mac and Goodis. Yeah. Is this Flyers power play worse than the 0102 Flyers power play? This Flyers power play is the worst thing I've ever seen. The fact that they just cannot score is unbelievable. 
Yeah, Gudis did make a good save today. He did make a great save today. Uh, yeah, all right. I wonder how many Santa sacks they sold this year. I bet not as many as in years past. That's just a guess. All right, guys. Uh, I think we, we've kind of beat this horse into the ground. We're talking about Andrew McDonald being on the grassy knoll and Santa sacks and God knows what the hell else I've said in the last 49 minutes or so. Uh, so we're going to wrap this up. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for listening. Uh, I will be back on New Year's Eve. That is right. You are getting me on a holiday. Yeah, I'd like to get out of them all, but, you know, it's New Year's. It's not like one of the big ones or anything. Uh, no, it's it'll be fun. We'll we'll hang out. Uh, we'll see how many people show up. I will be here. So let's, uh, let's do that right in your calendars. It is a special 6 o'clock start time in Carolina, so remember that. Wind those clocks back. No, it is not daylight savings. They're just starting the game an hour earlier. Um, all right. I'm just rambling about bullshit now. You can all log off. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. As always, my name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs> <laughs>